0: And we're back. We're back. Woo! you like the little tease? Oh, we kept you waiting, listener. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Season 4 of Lore of the Folks. Wow. Wow. What are we talking
1: about this season? Well...
0: First, let's just thank our lovely listeners for sticking around.
1: Three seasons strong. You thank guys. you for
0: liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing, and listening on all your, all your devices. All
1: devices. To boost our numbers. Pull out a second thank you. device.
0: Thank you. Thank you, listener.
1: Thank okay. you, listener.
0: <laughs> now that the formalities are out of the way, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's fucking get into Season it. Season four. So we, we, we had a poll.
1: We had a poll.
0: Uh, I got, didn't I didn't post anything. I you.
1: did. <laughs> it got it got one answer. And I got also got texted twice.
0: Okay. Wow. Pretty big numbers. Yeah, so okay.
1: you could say we're kind of online influencers.
0: Uh well with with our gross influence. I mean, it was pretty neck and neck, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> but we've eventually decided to use our the power we have that we wield yeah, uh, un- un- that you give to us. Yeah, that you give view. to us. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> we have decided to talk about Bigfoot. 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 Woo-hoo. And Bigfoot is, I guess, how we would know him. from out here, we Midwest, Colorado area. For certain. He's known as Bigfoot. But the idea of a, a hominid, cryptid, is yeah. is global.
0: Bipedal, hairy omnivoric maybe
1: omnivore yeah.
0: I, I feel like some are herbivore some omnivore i don't think any are full-on carnivore
1: i think some some of the ones that are like the spirit type ones okay that, uh, they're more
0: yeah that makes sense yeah
1: okay they're, they're like more entwined with that myth
0: yeah and so similar to the mermaid the bigfoot mythology i mean we go to the west coast of the americas specifically like california oregon and washington and they have like sasquatch sightings In fact, the first kind of Americanized sighting of Bigfoot was in 1958, spotted by a a construction worker. He saw a footprint uh, that looked human, you know, five toes, um, and he took a mold of it and made the newspaper, and that kind of spurred, at least in Western culture, uh, or more the American culture, the the Bigfoot frenzy. Uh, Fun fact, however, uh, looks like earlier than that, 1951, in the Himalayas, a couple of people that were uh, heading to summit Everest and conquer Everest for mm. England. Uh, found Fucking England. I know. They're everywhere. Um, <clears throat> they found a footprint as well. I can't, I can't remember the guy's name, but he took a picture of this footprint with his ice pick next to it. The, the actual pick part, which is, you know, that's a pretty sizable it's, they're pretty foot and big. Half. They're half. They're pretty hefty because you got to really dig into that ice to yeah, you hoist gotta, yourself up. Yeah, you got to
1: have some weight behind it.
0: Yeah, um, and so that size comparison really spurred also just Western culture in general to this idea of, like, there are anthropomorphic creatures similar to us. I mean, you know, it wasn't a track of four different paw prints. It was two footprints. Yeah. Um, and that kind of really spurred this idea that, like, you know, I don't know, we're not alone in that sense. There's, there's another creature similar to us, but it's, it's not in a civilized area. It's more, far more remote. I mean, if you know the Himalayas, that's where Mount Everest is. About as remote as it gets, honestly.
1: It's interesting to see a map of, like, Bigfoot and Sasquatch sightings along the U.S. If you pull that up and put it up next to a map of, like, national forests,
0: <laughs> it's significant.
1: It's they line up nicely. Yeah. They do.
0: <laughs> Almost perfectly, one might say. Yeah.
1: And and this this idea that this this Bigfoot, this Sasquatch, this bipedal ape-man hiding out in the woods, um what do you think it frightens people or captivates them?
0: Yeah, well, I think it is a mixture of both. I think it's of fright um in the sense that there is a creature At minimum seven feet tall, at maximum nine or ten. Yeah. That is just hulking around. Um, And I know, I think we've talked about this, not on the podcast, but like the idea of like the missing 411 cases of all the mysterious disappearances in the national parks. Um, It's just suspect. It's true wilderness there. And like, it's deadly. The wilderness in itself is very deadly. As it is. Yeah. But I think the fascination, too, might come from a sense of maybe curiosity yeah. and human discovery. There's no more land to discover. But species are certainly, there's,
1: there's I don't know, there's billions if more. not
0: trillions of species on the planet. Yeah, I don't know if trillions. That might be too big. I mean, we're kind of like
1: bacteria. <laughs> we're not <shit>. that
0: large. We're <laughs> not that <now>. large. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. There are. There's so much discovery that we have yet to even break the surface of. And I think in that sense, Bigfoot is the, the sought-after, like, the golden goose egg mm. in uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. The sought-after, you know, this will rocket you into fame, first of all, and then it will change us culturally if you do actually find a true, living, breathing Bigfoot. Yes.
1: Culturally and and scientifically. I've tried not to yes. – I think we'll, we'll be having a special episode where we bust out, like, the, the History Channel.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We might do it (laughs) every episode. We'll probably
1: (laughs) trinkle it in here and there. Certainly. But um, what do you know about theory of competitive exclusion?
0: Uh, I know nothing of the theory of competitive exclusion. So the
1: competitive exclusion principle. um, It was, I believe, yes, Georgi Francovich Gauz... wrote a book in 1934 called The Struggle of Existence in which he ran some tests regarding evolution and species fulfilling their own niche mm. and whatnot. And this competitive exclusion principle um, dictates that in a long-term setting, two species cannot fill like, the same niche role in the same area. One will eventually out-compete the other and okay. just wipe it out. Um, we're seeing it in, like, the Everglades right now with two completely different species. We're seeing alligators and the uh, big boas, the big pythons. Yeah. And how the pythons are not native to the region. They had fulfilled a similar niche to, to alligators in their own, wherever they're from. I think it was like, South America. Or something, uh, yeah. Wherever that species, I'm not familiar
0: with their their origin, but yeah. I know what you mean. They're Originally, doing the alligators job better than they are. Yeah, better than the
1: alligators. Yeah. They're also eating the alligators. Yeah. <laughs> so the alligators are having some problems, and the pythons are blowing up. Yeah. And this is this is something that's common throughout all of world history. Um, Certainly. Fields of anthropology and, and evolution and whatnot. Yep. And I evidence shows that it was the same for early humans. Like any species, um, humans did not, you know, go from monkey to man. Uh, there were other... <laughs> it was
0: there was a gradual process. It was a
1: gradual process, and one that, you know, like any species, evolution had a few um, like offshoots, I would say.
0: Sure. Subspecies? Or- yeah,
1: subspecies. I have a, the name of a few. <laughs> and we're talking like hundred, two hundred thousand 200,000 years ago, maybe even more, since mm-hmm. evolution is an extremely slow process. What are referred to as like modern humans say, like Homo sapiens. 100,000 years ago are traced back to like Africa, um, Middle East, like that kind of area. Sure. But there were other ones. Uh, we have Neanderthals in like Northwest Asia. Certainly. Europe, they were bigger, they were stockier. Um, an analysis of their skulls show that they had largely the same. They were like humans, but just a little bigger, a little mm-hmm. beefier. Um, and the only difference in shape of their skull is that their frontal lobe was smaller.
0: Oh, and that's
1: the area associated with like creativity, problem solving,
0: <laughs> most cognitive thought. Yeah. yeah.
1: Most cognitive thought. So while they, you know, if a human and a Neanderthal were like one v one brawl, the Neanderthal would win like nine out of 10 times. Certainly. Um, and they were stockier and more naturally well equipped for the cold environments of Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was almost sapien that won out.
0: Um, <laughs> Homo sapiens learned yeah. to throw rocks. Learned to throw <laughs> rocks and sticks, and
1: you know, tan leather and make coats and expand mm-hmm. further. There's the there was the Denisovans in Asia. they were like sort of uh, cave dwelling bands. Um, there was Homo floresiensis in Indonesia. Um, I think those were referred to as like the the pygmy people. Okay, I believe it was. Um, so yeah, just like another offshoot, just like short, and this is hundreds of thousands sure. of years ago, and they all attempted to dominate the same niche, like that semi, that sentient ape-like problem-solving omnivore, um, and Homo sapien had just done it best, and now, gotcha. here we are, top of the world.
0: Interesting. So does this theory connect with the idea that maybe Bigfoots kind of ruled the Americas, or these, they were part of the Homo species?
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost like the rest of us.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. They're bipedal. Pretty much in every account, they are yeah. on two legs, standing on two legs. But two they're legs. just hairy. They're mm-hmm. bigger. Intelligent. Yeah. Sent- sentient in in certain <laughs> uh, History Channel conspiracy theory yeah. accounts.
1: Yeah. Well, only one's ever been seen ever, but these History Channel accounts are like, yeah, they have they had families. They have, yeah. <laughs> they had day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is culture. their culture. This is their diet. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny.
1: But those do come in to play. And I think it it sort of that's the current theory right now is that perhaps they were more prevalent hundred thousand years ago. Gotcha. But due to, you know, some niche or sure. another. And there's lots great of
0: Great Freeze. Yeah. Homo sapiens move over into the Americas, maybe. Or wherever, really.
1: Or wherever. <laughs> they just kind of do what they want. They kind of
0: become the apex predator of every, every um, species or kind of animal there ever were.
1: So that competitive exclusion theory is both, like, one of the ways to sort of explain the reclusiveness of it, but it also gotcha. vaguely debunks the idea of these, these ape-like cryptids wandering around. Like, yeah. how would they have lasted this long, fulfilling the same niche that ancient yeah. humans did?
0: Yeah, definitely. And science really says they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at all. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which we can get into in, in later episodes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think the idea of their uh, the reclusiveness kind of comes back to what you were talking about, kind of like this idea of both, like, fear and, like, captivation of these creatures of, like, they're intelligent enough to hide from us is kind of how it goes right they're so reclusive and to
1: do it well enough that we can't find it.
0: exactly and like (laughs) yeah it's the idea like they don't want to be seen and in this sense too it's trying to catch the uncatchable creature
1: yeah now it's just it's just a matter of pride (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: oh yeah yeah (laughs) have you seen that youtube video this dude claims that a female Bigfoot sexually assaulted him on his on his property. I think I have seen and that. gave him a knobber is how, he's, <laughs> how he says it. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs>
1: I remember something like that but it's okay. been a while.
0: Uh, we might have to link it in this intro episode for any that are interested in this, this first hand account I got of, assaulted
1: by female of Bigfoot.
0: hybridized Bigfoot <laughs> human uh, coital relations.
1: Mm. Yeah. I never forget first time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny yeah that's that's like the first like Bigfoot thing I really saw that I was your really, intro to Bigfoot yeah like obviously <laughs> like I saw I don't know like scooby I don't know Scooby-Doo movie I'm pretty sure had Bigfoot in it mm. but like <laughs> that just kind of that video showed me kind of the Bigfoot community in that <laughs> sense the cryptozoologists that are hunting Bigfoot all seem a little Batshit. Are hunting
1: just, that that big fussy? <laughs> that,
0: that big fussy. Ew. <laughs> Something they hunting? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I well, think. yeah, and some people definitely. I mean, <clears throat> in a sense, like science has tried to disprove that Bigfoot doesn't exist, simply because all the evidence that is submitted is just questionable at best, and just flat out fabricated at worst. Uh, there's no, there's not ever been concrete evidence of their existence yeah, in the scientific community's eyes. No,
1: there have been, there's certainly been some attempts, um, I forget where it's from, I have to yeah. pull it up. But Are you some, talking about the video? No, I'm. T- or I, it was a, in a video I watched, but it was about, um, it was a university, they had taken, it was just like a global call, they're like, give us we'll, Send us samples of whatever material evidence of Bigfoot you have. Gotcha. We're gonna like carbon date it. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna wow. look at DNA
0: analysis. Yeah, probably. we're gonna do a
1: DNA analysis, and I believe it's the mitochondrial cells they were talking
0: about. They hold, I believe, they do hold the DNA of pretty much every every cell in every body.
1: Yeah, and they're able to um, show DNA of like the older ancestors of said creature or the DNA of one of those older creatures. It'll just like keep longer, I guess.
0: Interesting. So
1: that's what they were, they were, you know, cleaning it up, breaking it down, analyzing it. Um, this mitochondrial DNA, people had sent in a bunch of stuff. They sent in like prints, uh, petrified bones and shit and fur Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they had gone into detail about the stuff they found from North America where it was mostly just like raccoons and bears, and
0: <laughs> yeah, the big the big one I've seen for like genetic um, analyses of like hair samples from Bigfoot, pretty much almost always is bear. It's bear, brown bear, black bear. That's I mean that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> though this uh, this study I believe it was from 2012. It did come to a. It did find a piece of polar bear fur from a polar bear species that's supposedly extinct.
0: Okay. Yes, so we got I have some, seen that.
1: That's the yeah, You know that one? Uh huh. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So some discovery came out of it of like being able to lick, yeah. I think. Was this was in the
0: Himalayas?
1: Um, I know oh, it was this? in Asia. Okay. I it was like Himalayas or Russia. Or gotcha. Something. It might have been the Himalayas because they thought it was Yeti fur.
0: Yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it was those polar bears. Um, so that was cool. But something yeah. that came out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. that is interesting. We'll All definitely of, touch on that in the Yeti episode more. I think. Yeah. Because that is an interesting story, for sure.
1: And let's, let's break down what we're going to do this season. Because Bigfoot is not, <laughs> like, you know, it's, this is a global thing. It's not exclusive. We all are Bigfoot. Bigfoot lives in us all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and with that, yeah, obviously Bigfoot has different names for different cultures yeah, and yeah. regions. For the Americas, it's Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Pretty much.
1: Sasquatch. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: there was a, uh, no, not the stickman. I don't know. But in other um, countries, specifically like Asia, it's like Yeti. Um, Yeti. Yeti is a big one, and it has a couple of names all across the Himalayas. Western Himalayan, Central, and Eastern all have different names for what appear to be the same creature.
1: The Falk Monster of Arkansas. I knew, I've heard of that one before. Falk Monster, that's a name. Cool. For it. Yeah. Grassman in Ohio.
0: Grassman, I have heard. Yeah.
1: The oh the Yaoi in Australia.
0: Hmm. That's, how how strange.
1: I've heard, I I know Yowie's like a weird yeah. one. We'll have to do. Oh,
0: did you did you in your research come across the Nazi Bigfoot or the Nazi Yeti? The Nazi Yeti. no. Yeah, I'm in like the you 1930s, that. a Nazi expedition went into the Alps. Um. To I don't know something to do with proving the Aryan race is superior. <laughs> Classic Nazi is <laughs> something, Nazism, something right? to do. Long story short, the leader of this expedition, he's like a 28-year-old dude, um, shot and killed a creature. And you can look this up on Google Images. They believed it to be a Yeti, and it's called the the Nazi Yeti. Um, But yeah, he brought it back to Germany, to the fatherland, for further examination because they'd never seen anything like it. And they taxidermized it like hell, too. It looks very weird.
1: Oh, I'm <laughs> looking at pictures of it right now. It <laughs> like a weird yeah. as hell. So
0: if you're interested in looking at it, it's kind of haunting. Um, it's called the Nazi Yeti.
1: It has a kind of like baboonish looking face. It
0: does. It's kind of almost like a little fuzzy mane over yeah. his
1: face. It's got that yeah. with like the eye frills. Yeah. Although it- but if
0: you look at the teeth, they they really did a... A, a shit job yeah. of, that, of taxidermizing it. It looks yeah. like those are the, the roots of the teeth. It looks like. <laughs> and they just put them in upside down on that lower row of teeth.
1: It looks like maybe Aryan superiority is not felt in the field of taxidermy.
0: <laughs> in the in the field of scientific discovery. In
1: the fields of science. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, now you know, the Nazis found a quote-unquote Yeti. Although I believe DNA taken from the hair samples of this taxidermized creature revealed uh, brown bear DNA.
1: Yeah, it looks like a brown bear fucked a baboon.
0: Yeah, it does, and it looks like the bottom jaw is just like clay. It like does. it doesn't have
1: like. like it was, uh, maybe he shot it in the mouth. and He's like, oh
0: fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta yeah, for put real. it back together. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, for the museum. For the museum. <laughs> they just fucking glob it on there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nazi arts and crafts in the
0: yeah.
1: woods. <laughs> Dead baboon.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I think, yeah, so the yeah. episode structure is mainly going to be kind of going into these different regional Bigfoots. Yeah. And certainly we're going to find that phys- physiologically they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, culturally they might have a different significance. And then on top of that too, uh, the crackpot conspiracy theories are uh, going to
1: just the be The conspiracies are going to be crazy. so good. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to seeing, because while the it was like the 1950s or whatever, the idea of this you know this Bigfoot man became like sort of a global cultural phenomenon. Yeah, it was still culturally prevalent in all of these places for years, decades long
0: before the written like newspaper articles, uh, film documentaries, even film itself.
1: Yeah, so I think that's gonna be where the fun is to be had Mm -hmm. in breaking down sort of the cultural depictions of these. Or of this beast around the world, yeah. And even more fun than that is looking at the conspiracy theories.
0: Of oh, the definitely. Thing. I've right. got a, I've got a couple for next episode already oh, for Bigfoot.
1: Bigfooty. Bigfoot
0: <laughs> slash Sasquatch. Nice next episode. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well.
1: Well, listener. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.
0: Don't forget to like, share, review, subscribe. Uh, tweet about it. Honestly, tweet uh, about Laura the Folks. We're on Laura there. The
1: Go to your go to your history teacher.
0: Go to tell them to (laughs) turn on Spotify while you guys are working on your little packets. Hey,
1: buddy. (laughs) We know this job doesn't pay you enough anyway. (laughs) Why don't you
0: go out with a bang? (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you look, you're the head soccer coach. They're not gonna fire you. (laughs) They're not gonna fire you. You guys are going to state this year. Just just put this on. Drop some more
1: the folks. Yeah,
0: just while we're working on our packets. I mean, it's yeah. not like you teach us anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, listener. Well, listener. Thanks for liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing.
1: And gaslighting your history teacher. And
0: yeah. Don't don't forget to gaslight your teachery, your teachery history. Your teachery. <laughs> yeah, that's great.
1: This is a real academic source. Yeah,
0: this is your history teacher. Your history teacher. <laughs> Alright. See you next week. Next episode.